Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Sports Talk with Ben. Gonna be talking about the NFL again today and a little bit about college football. So, Happy New Year's everyone, by the way. Um, so, we had two, the two big college football games today, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Georgia, Michigan. And I wasn't surprised with either game. Um, Alabama easily beat um, Cincinnati, and Georgia easily beat Michigan. So they'll be playing each other in the championship tomorrow, or no, today, so in two nights from now, they'll be playing each other. Um, this was what my prediction was, and I said earlier that I thought those two teams would win, and then Alabama would then beat Georgia in the championship. That's how I still feel. We'll have to see what ends up happening with that, but I feel pretty confident that Bama will be able to get the win. I was also pretty confident with um the two semifinal games, and neither of those were very close. So for the NFL, I'm going to be going through my um weekly predictions, and I'm also going to be talking a little bit more about some of the playoff scenarios, and then at the end... I might get to some um player rankings a little bit, not like in as much detail as I did in like some of the earlier episodes, but I might just be talking about maybe like the top ten at each position. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get to that or not. We'll have to just see like how this goes, but I'm gonna start off with my weekly predictions though. <laughs> so we got the Jaguars playing the Patriots. This is a really important game for the Patriots. For the Jaguars, it's important in terms of getting the first pick. And the Patriots are clearly in the much better team here, I know. I've said that the Patriots have been playing over their head. They've lost two straight now, so now I feel like they're back down to earth. And even if they were still playing over their heads, the Jaguars aren't a team that I'd expect them to lose to. So this should be an easy one for the Patriots, especially considering that it's actually an important game for them. So then we got the Bucks jets um, Kind of similar to the Patriots-Jaguars game in the sense that it's a very easy game to predict. The Jets are one of the worst teams in the NFL, and the Bucks are one of the best. Yeah, the Bucks have some injuries, but they should easily still be able to beat a team like the Jets. So I'm definitely going with the Bucks here. Shouldn't be any issues for them. Um, then we got the Falcons Bills. I've talked a lot about the Falcons this year, saying that they that they're a bad team, they're one of the worst teams in the NFL, all that. And here we are with just two weeks left in the regular season, and they still have a chance to make the playoffs, which is crazy to me. They're seven and eight. They they are not playing like a seven and eight team this year, and I don't think that they should be seven and eight. It's crazy to me that they have the record that they have. It's crazy that they're only two games behind a team like the Bills. So, I mean, I, I'm i really surprised that... Well, I'm, I don't know if surprised is the word that I'd use because I obviously knew that, like, they were 7-8. But it's just, like... I guess I'm just saying it's, like, crazy to me that they actually have, like, a decent record for how they play. I don't think they're a good team at all. I've made that very clear. I think the Bills are a good team. I think they're better than what except what a normal 7-6 and six team would look like. So I do think that the Bills will easily be able to win this game in a game that is important for both teams. But I think the Bills should easily get the win here. 
So then we got this Giants-Bears game. I've gone, well, out, not back and forth because my prediction has stayed the same the whole time. But it's just, it was a tough decision for me to make, like, originally in terms of who I thought would win this game. But for me, what ended up being, like, the, what ended up, like, making, allowing me to, like, make my mind up was just all of the injuries that the Giants have. I believe that Daniel Jones is still out, and they just have all sorts of injuries on their team. And the Bears, um, they're pretty healthy right now. The game's also in Chicago, and the Bears are coming off of a win against the Seahawks, which was pretty surprising, eliminating the Seahawks from making it to the playoffs. Um, so... Yeah, I'm going with the Bears here, mostly because of the injury situation for the Giants. So then we got the Chiefs, Bengals. The Bengals are in, after, they got a huge win last week against, I believe it was the Ravens. Yeah, against the Ravens. To, um, I don't know if they were in first place before, but now they're solely in first place of the AFC North. And I think they actually might be in second, no, they're in third place in the AFC. They still haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, but I'm pretty sure that if I'm almost positive that if they win this week, that they would clinch a playoff spot. I think they'd even clinch a division, probably. The Chiefs are definitely a tough team for them to beat. So this is, I don't, I mean, I've talked a lot about the Chiefs and they're finally starting to show some consistency. Um. Another good win for them last week against the Steelers, 36-10. to And another impressive offensive game for them. Mahomes didn't at, like go insane, but that's because they already did enough. And eventually, they kind of just, they were able to just like stop passing the ball and just start running it to try to run the clock down. Because they already had a big lead from very early on. Mahomes, I'm looking at his stats right now from last week. He was 23 for 30, so 30 attempts definitely isn't a lot, and that's why he didn't get, like, an insane amount of yards, because he only threw the ball 30 times, and he had a 77% completion percentage, 258 yards, and three touchdowns with no interceptions. That's just a really good game for Mahomes. Um, Hill was definitely disappointing, only two catches for 19 yards, and only two targets also. So I didn't really, like, specifically watch that game. But since Kelsey was out, I'm guessing that Hill was double teamed for a lot of the game, which would explain why he only got two targets. Um, I mean, Hill is an amazing player. He's had some weeks this year that, ha that haven't been great. But that's because defenses just give him a lot of attention. They give him the attention that he deserves. So I feel like the Chiefs are starting to prove that their offense is really back. Um, I don't know if their defense can stay at the level that it's been at, but I think that their offense can. So I'm definitely happy to see them playing like that, like I've said, because I have fantasy. I have um, people on them on my fantasy team, and they're also just fun, a fun team to watch. Speaking about my fantasy team, I won't talk too much about this, but... I don't remember, I think I probably, I've talked about this like a good amount on some of my last few podcasts. I don't remember like the last update that I gave you guys, but it's been a crazy ride. I mean, with just a few weeks left in the regular season, 
I was in last place in my whole league. There's only six of us, but I was in last place. And then I ended up winning a couple games down the stretch to sneak into the playoffs as the four seed. And we have, um, since there's four teams that make it to the playoffs, we have two rounds. We have two weeks for the first round of the playoffs and two weeks for the second round. So we finished the first two weeks. So we finished the first round. And I ended up winning in the first round against the one seed. And here I am now in the championship with a chance to win my whole league after being in last place with just a couple weeks left. So it's been crazy. And that would be I'd be so happy if I won, even if I don't, though. Just to make it as far as I did would still be something. Like, obviously, I'd be upset because, like, that would mean that I would have lost. But... Like, looking back on it, I think I'd be pretty happy that I made it as far as I did. It, it would be my best year in fantasy, like, playing with my friends. I've been some, I've been pretty unlucky before, had some pretty bad fantasy years. But this year already has been my best year. Definitely not in the regular season, but in the playoffs, so making it to the championship. It's my first time there, and I'm very happy to be there. Not that any of you care, but I just, maybe, I don't know, maybe some of you guys think that it's cool probably not but I just want to um talk about that for a sec so anyways so yeah the Bengals have definitely became a much better team this year Burrow had an insane week last week he threw for over 500 yards and yeah I mean they've definitely been impressive this year but I do think the Chiefs are gonna get the win this week like I said I'm not gonna be picking against the Chiefs for the rest of the regular season. And honestly, like looking ahead, the only game that I could possibly see myself picking against the Chiefs at this point would be in a potential Super Bowl game against the Bucks. But there is a chance that I would pick the Chiefs to win that. Um I think it partially depends on the Bucks injury situation and then also just how the Chiefs and Bucks are playing at that point because a lot can change. I mean the Bucks have not been quite as good over the last couple of weeks, and the Chiefs have been heating up. But there have been times this year that the Chiefs have not looked like a Super Bowl contender at all. So once we get to that game, if like it really just depends on like how both of those teams are playing. I couldn't tell you right now who I'd pick, but like right now, if I had to make a prediction, I think I'd go with the Bucks. I'd say that they'd get enough. Um, players back to have like uh to have the advantage there and to be the team that I'd pick but it also depends on like how those teams are both playing going into the game like I said so if I had to make a prediction right now I go with the Bucks but that might be different like if they play each other if they actually play each other in the Super Bowl I might end up picking the Chiefs like before the game because I don't know like how I don't know yet how they're going to be playing in like a few weeks from now in like a month from now, actually, a little bit more than a month, um. So then we got the Dolphins Titans, which is a really big game for both teams, especially the Dolphins. Um, if the Dolphins lose this game, they probably won't make it to the playoffs. If they win, then they they're in not too bad of a position here, and then the Titans clinch their division with a win and are in pretty good shape for getting that two seed. If they lose, then it's still possible that the Colts could win the division. So I think this could be a pretty decent game. I'm going to go with the Titans here. I'm also interested to see um when Derrick Henry is going to be coming back. 
I've heard that he could come back as early as next week. So that would be cool to see if he does come back. If not, then I'm sure they're definitely hoping to have him back from the beginning of the playoffs. That's going to make a huge difference for them. So right now, the Titans have to be doing whatever they can to get in a good position to get like a good seed so that when Derrick Henry does come back, he can go and he can come back into a good matchup because he's going to make a big difference for them, obviously. I mean, he's their best player. He's the best running back in the league. So I'm going Titans here. I don't think that this is necessarily like an obvious game, though. So then we got the Raiders-Colts, which is also a really big game for both teams. Um, the Raiders, in a similar situation to the Dolphins, where if they lose, they are probably going to be done. I think they're even more likely to be done than the Dolphins if they lose. If they win, then they're still in it. Um, and then with the Colts, if they win, they I'm pretty sure they actually clinch a playoff spot if they win. If they lose, then they're going to be in some trouble. At 9-7, and seven, it won't be looking too certain for them to make it to the playoffs anymore. They still have a chance, though. They definitely still have a chance, but it wouldn't be like... It would definitely make things different for them. So, Wentz was on the COVID list earlier this week, and now he's expected to be able to play. It's not definite yet, though. So, that's obviously going to make a big difference. Sam Ellinger will get the start if Wentz doesn't play. So I think that's a really important um, part of this matchup. I'm going to pick the Colts either way. But if Wentz doesn't play, I think this becomes a more interesting game. If he does, then I think the Colts should be able to win this easily. You guys know how I feel about the Raiders. I don't like them. I don't think they're good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm and the Colts have been red hot lately. So I'm definitely going with them here. It is a really important game, and you really never know with the Raiders, so we'll see what happens. But I'm definitely picking the Colts here. So then we got the Eagles versus the football team. Very important game for the Eagles, who might actually clinch a... No, I don't think they clinch a playoff spot, actually, if they win. But they'd be in very good shape for the playoffs, for like being likely to get a playoff spot. If they lose, then they wouldn't be in very good shape. They'd still have a chance, but they wouldn't be in very good shape. And then we got the football team who is still in it, kind of. It's going to be really tough for them. They're still in it, though. If they lose, they're eliminated. If they win, they could be eliminated based on if other things happen. Actually, I don't know if they could. They might... Uh, um... I don't know if they could... They could probably be eliminated even if they win. If other teams also win. Um, so it seems pretty unlikely for them to make it right now. But I wouldn't completely count them out. They play the Giants next week, which should be a game that they can win. So if they're able to finish 8-9, and while well, it seems unlikely for them to make it with a record like that, it could end up happening. So don't completely count them out just yet. Um... So I'm actually going to go with the football team to win that game. It's in Washington. And I know the Eagles have overall had a better season. But I do think that Washington is a better team here. And I am going to pick them to win here. They also played um, a couple weeks ago. I'm pretty sure I picked Washington to win that game too. And the Eagles ended up winning. 
But that game was in Philadelphia, and Washington also had a good amount of injuries, which they don't have as many this time. I'm pretty sure Gibson's out, though, which definitely makes a difference, especially for my fantasy team. Um, He's on my fantasy team. But, yeah, so I'm still going Washington here, though. So then we got Rams-Ravens. This is an absolutely huge game for the Ravens in order to stay in the playoffs. I mean, if they lose this game, it seems very unlikely that they end up making the playoffs. If they win, then they definitely still have a chance. And then for the Rams, this is a pretty big game too, I guess. I mean, it's a big game in terms of whether they're going to win their division or, or not. And then at the top of the NFC, we have a lot of teams that are really close. Um, realistically, the Rams could finish anywhere between 1 and 5. So, actually not even just realistically. Like, it's it's not even mathematically possible for them to finish outside the top 5 at this point. But, I realistically could see them finishing anywhere between 1 and 5. So, it could be a pretty big game for them too. It's definitely more important for the Ravens though, because they're fighting to get in the playoffs at all. So, I know the Ravens have all sorts of injuries this year, and the Rams clearly have the better roster, but this game's in Baltimore. I've talked about how I think the Ravens have this winning culture, and while 8-7 and seven might not seem like a great record, I think, first of all, they've played better. The way that they've played this season has been better than the way that most 8-7 and seven teams play. Second of all, Lamar is supposed to be back this week, and this is going to be his first time playing in the last couple weeks. And then... Third of all, even though, um, yeah, I kind of forgot what I was going to say. It's kind of embarrassing. But, um, yeah, I just think that it's a home game for them. And I know that the record might not show that they're a great team this year. But, like I said, I think they're better than most 8-7 and seven teams. And I do still think they have that winning culture. This is a game that they need to win, and I think they're going to get it done this week. I think they're going to pull off the upset. So then we got the Broncos-Chargers. The Broncos are going to be done if they lose. They probably won't even make it with a win. It seems it's extremely unlikely, but it could still be possible. And then for the Chargers, if they win, they leave themselves with definitely... They're definitely they'd definitely still be in a position where they could make the playoffs. If they lose, then it's very unlikely for them to make it. So... Really big game for both teams, especially the Chargers, because it looks like the Broncos probably won't make it either way. Um, the Chargers are a good team, so it's kind of weird to see them at 8-7. and seven. I think that some people may have overrated them a little bit, both going into the year and like at just points throughout the year. But I definitely do think they're a good team that deserves to make it to the playoffs. And I think they're going to be able to get the win this week. And if they don't, then I think they definitely have some stuff to figure out, starting with probably a coaching change. I mean, they definitely showed flashes of being really good this year, and they showed that they have a lot of talent. So if they end up not making it to the playoffs this year, I think that would be a really big disappointment, and I think their coach would already be out at that point. So I'm definitely going Chargers here, though. Um. So then we got... Niners-Texans, I remember talking about the Chargers-Texans game last week, and I was like, there's nothing to talk about here, the Chargers are going to win, it won't be a problem, and then the Texans shocked them, pulled off a huge upset, so I don't want to make the same mistake again, but I'm going to say the same thing again, 
the Niners are the much better team here. There's nothing to talk about. They should easily be able to win this game. I know I said that last week and made a huge mistake by saying that. I'm going to say it again this week, though. And if I'm wrong two weeks in a row, then that would be crazy. But that's I'm, that's still definitely how I feel. And I'm definitely going to go with the Niners here. So then we got the Cardinals-Cowboys. This is... So both these teams have clinched playoff spots by now. Um, the Cowboys have been red hot lately. Well, I don't know if I'd say lately, actually. Really just in the last game. Before that, they were actually struggling a little bit. But last game, last week, though, they, were, they played amazingly against Washington. Scored 56 points against them. Had just a great game by them. And the Cardinals have definitely been struggling lately. But I think this is a really, really big week for both teams, actually, in terms of what the playoffs is going to look like for them. I think this could be a week for either team where they either have good momentum or bad momentum going into the playoffs. And it's not just about, like, it's mostly, like, in... In terms of, like, the momentum, it's mostly going to be about who wins this week and who loses. But it's not just going to be about that. Because if both teams play bad or both teams play good, like, if both teams play good, then they could both have good momentum. If both teams play bad, they could both have bad momentum, regardless of who wins. So, I yeah, I think this could be a pretty big week. I mean, I've told you guys that I think the Bucks are going to make it out of the NFC. I don't know who they're going to be playing in the NFC Championship, though. I could see it being at, probably not the Cowboys. I think my um, prediction would probably be the Packers at this point. But I think the Rams and Cardinals could also be in that conversation. Um, I've talked before about how I don't know if I trust the Cardinals in the playoffs. I think I was saying that even before they went on their little downward fall. But um, I don't think it's just going to keep going for them. I think they had the momentum at the wrong time. They had the momentum at the beginning of the year, and now they're losing it, and they're not playing well. So I think it's time for them to get some momentum back and pull off what is now going to be an upset against the Cowboys. Um, so yeah, I think the Cardinals are going to get the win this week, and what's a pretty big game for them. For both teams, just mostly, like, yeah, in terms of the seeding, but even more importantly, in my opinion, in terms of the momentum. So then we got the Panthers-Saints. The Panthers have not been playing well at all lately, at all. And the Saints are a team like the Ravens who don't have a good roster this year but have that winning culture and good coaching. So... You could, honestly, I think you could argue that the Panthers have a better roster than the Saints. But whether they do or don't, I still think the Saints are easily going to win this game. They've just played much better this year. And they also need to win. I mean, the Panthers are out. The Saints are still in it. They could still make it to the playoffs as a wild card team. I I actually wouldn't be surprised if they do because their remaining schedule is against the Panthers and Falcons. Both games that I think they'll win. And if they do, then they finish 9-8, and eight, which in the NFC definitely gives them a chance to make it. So I'm definitely going Saints here. Um, I'd say, like, with this game, 
I, yeah, like, I definitely think the Saints are going to win. It wouldn't, like, if the Panthers pulled off the upset, I'd be surprised, but not, like, shocked, though. Um, so we got Lions Seahawks. I really thought that the Seahawks were easily going to be able to win against the Bears last week. Um, and they couldn't even beat them. So I think they're just showing that this just isn't the year for them. I don't know what's going on with them, but they're going to have to figure a lot out next year. They're eliminated from the playoffs already. Ten losses this year, which is the most losses that they've gotten in a really long time. I don't know when the last time is that they got that many losses, but I've watched football for a while, but I don't ever remember seeing the Seahawks be a bad team. I feel like my whole life they've been a pretty good team. Maybe not my whole life, but at least my whole life that I've, like, watched football, though. I, I want to, like, look at their seasons now to see, like... Um, the last time that the Seahawks had a losing record was in 2011. They went 7-9. and So, then in 2012... They went eleven and five, and they had ten wins. Every they had at least ten wins every season, except for twenty seventeen, when they went nine and seven, which is still a winning record. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is a team that has been pretty good for a while now. Well, not, I mean, it depends on what you think of as a while, but yeah, this is the first time that like I've seriously been watching football that I've seen them be a bad team. <clears throat> um, it's kind of weird. I mean, usually these teams that have won the best quarterbacks in the league end up making it to the playoffs. And Russell Wilson is the best quarterback, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, even though he hasn't played like it this year due to injuries. But it will be interesting to see if he actually ends up leaving Seattle next year. I don't think that's going to happen, but... The fact that they're five and ten right now, I guess it's possible, and he is getting older. So, sometimes these NFL quarterbacks, when they start to get older, they do weird things. They, they go to other places and do things that you just wouldn't expect them to do. So who knows? Maybe Wilson will end up somewhere else. We'll see what ends up happening though. But they're done for the season, and I am gonna pick them to win this game because I still think that they're the much better team. But I wouldn't be shocked if the Lions won. I mean, if you look at the way that the Seahawks have been playing, they just haven't had a good year. And then the Lions have actually been getting kind of hot lately. So I'm definitely going with the Seahawks here. Don't get me wrong. But you, you never know. I mean, the Seahawks just... You, you never know with the Lions or with the Seahawks this year. Um. So then we got the Packers-Vikings game. That's a Sunday night game. A huge, huge game for the Vikings. If they want to make it to the playoffs, they're going to have to win this game. I mean, almost definitely. And then they play the Bears next week, which is definitely a winnable game for them. It's even in Minnesota. So I think this game against the Packers will probably determine whether they make it to the playoffs or not. And Kirk Cousins isn't even playing. He has COVID, I'm pretty sure. So you'd think that Kellen Mond, the rookie Kellen Mond, would be getting the start, but instead it's Sean Mannion, who just has started probably a few games in his career. He's been around for a while, and he's probably started like maybe one or two games or something, maybe three. And he's just never been a good player. He, Most of his career, he hasn't even been a backup. He's been like 
the third string quarterback, and he's getting a start in an absolutely crucial game for the Vikings. The Packers have such a... The game's even in Green Bay, and their team is so much better this week, especially with Kirk Cousins out. But I still think that the Vikings are going to pull off what would be a huge upset. And the reason why I think that's going to happen is because it's going to need to happen for them. If they lose this week, then they're going to be done. I also think that the Packers, while they're an amazing team, while they're definitely one of the best teams in the NFL... I don't, if they win this week, I mean, they play the Lions next week, who I'm sure they beat. So if they win those last two games, they finish 14-3. and three. And to be honest, I just don't think that they should be good enough to be going 14-3 and three this year. And the Vikings, I know that they have their ups and downs. Like, they're all over the place. Every single game is close. Every single game is a comeback. It's all usually the other teams getting the comeback, if I I think. Um, or no, that, sorry, I was thinking of the Steelers coming back against every team, actually. But the Vikings, every single game is close for them. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. They have a lot of talent, though. And I know people have been saying, Mike Zimmer's got to go. Like, they should be playing better. Maybe they're right. I don't know. But I used to think that he was a good coach. But I guess it seems like he's not right now. So maybe it is time for him to go. Either way, though, I still think the Vikings are a really good team. And even without Kirk Cousins, I think they're going to shock the world and pull off this upset. And then for the last game of the week, in what's a very important game, um, we got Roethlisberger's last home game of his career, most likely. And when I say most likely, there's, I'd say, probably like a 90 eight percent chance that this is going to be the last home game of his career um that might be a little high maybe more like 96 and a half or something but i know it's pretty exact um but yeah this is a really big week for the steelers i mean if they win then they can still stay alive in the afc and then they play baltimore next week which is also going to be a even tougher game for them in my opinion if they lose, then it's going to be very unlikely that they make it to the playoffs, almost impossible. And then for the Browns at 7-8, and eight, it's looking really unlikely that they make it to the playoffs. If they lose, then there's no chance. If they win, then there still might be a tiny chance, probably not. It's the same thing as the Broncos, who are 7-8. and eight. Um, I've talked about the Browns this year and how... Going into the year, I thought they'd be a really good team, but based on Baker Mayfield's injuries, OBJ getting released and not playing well in Cleveland, and then the fact that they just don't have any good receivers now, it makes sense that they're playing the way that they are. And I don't, like I said, I don't expect that to be changing until next season. Um, with like their whole situation this year, I think they're an average team, maybe a little bit above average, and maybe they're going to finish with a record that's a little bit below average. But either way, though, I don't... I'm not... Like, two years ago, when they missed the playoffs, I was, like, really mad, and I was like, they should they should have played, like, much better. This year, I honestly don't really feel that way. I just think that it... I think it makes sense that they've played like this this year. And the Steelers maybe should be a little bit better. The game's in Pittsburgh, Roethlisberger's last home game. I think the Steelers are going to get the win this week. It could be a close game, though. 
that that could be a good one. I'm definitely interested to see how that one plays out. So those are my predictions for next week. And then after that, we only have one more week in the regular season. And then it's going to be time for the playoffs. So I'm going to give you guys my updated playoff predictions at this point. Um, so in the AFC, you guys know what I've said about the Chiefs, that they're going to win out. That's what they've done for... They're on a eight-game winning streak right now. So I think they're going to finish 13-4 and four and get that one seed in the AFC. So now looking at the Titans, who are 10-5 and five right now, I think they're going to win their last two and finish 12-5 and five and get the two seed. Which, that's a pretty big win for them. After having Henry out about half of the year, for them to then get the two seed is definitely good for them. Um... <clears throat> So then we got the Bengals, who are 9-6. and six. I said I think they'll lose to the Chiefs. They play the Browns next week. I really don't know what's going to happen there. But they're going to lose at least one game, in my opinion, against the Chiefs. And then the Bills finished against the Falcons and Jets. I think they'll win both of those and get the three seed, which means that the winner of the AFC North will get the four. Um, I think the Colts, who do they play? I think they'll win out against the Raiders and Jaguars, finish 11-6. and six. I think the Patriots, who finish off against the Jaguars and Dolphins, will also win out and finish 11-6. and six. That Dolphins game could be tough, though. And if they lose, that, that would be crazy if they end up not making it to the playoffs. That would be crazy. They'd probably still make it even if they lose that, but it wouldn't be, like, definite, though. Um, so then we got the Dolphins. I guess I have them losing their last two games against the Titans and Patriots and finishing 8-9. and nine. The Chargers, I think, are going to win their last two against the Broncos and Raiders and finish 10-7. and seven. The Raiders, I think, will lose their last two against the Colts and Chargers and finish 8-9. and nine. I'm just going to skip the Ravens for a sec. The Steelers, who are 7-7-1, seven and seven and one, I think will, will beat the Browns and lose to the Steelers, so they'll finish... Eight and eight and one. Wait, lose. Sorry, they are the Steelers. Um, no, they'll lose to the Browns or beat the Browns, and lose to the Ravens, and finish eight and eight and one. So then, the Broncos, who are seven and eight, I think will also lose their last two, finishing seven and ten. That would mean. So, we got the Colts and Patriots is the five and six. Um. So this is what it's going to come down to here. The Bengals or Ravens, who's going to get the four seed? Are the Bengals going to beat the Browns? That's the question. I think the Ravens are actually going to win their last two against the Rams and Steelers. The Rams are a very tough game. The Steelers are also a fairly tough game. I think they'll get it done, though, and finish 10-7. and seven. So the question is, will the Bengals beat the Browns? If they lose... Then they finish nine and eight, which would mean that the Ravens win the division get and get the four seed, and then the Chargers get the seven seed. If the Bengals win against the Browns, and all this other stuff happens, which I don't think I'll get all of this stuff right, I think it will be pretty accurate. That's obviously why I made these predictions because I think they'll be accurate. Um, like my predictions were what I think is gonna happen. So of course, like that's what I, of course I think it would be accurate. Um. But that would be really interesting, though, if the Bengals 
Ravens and Chargers all finished 10 and 7. Out of the Ravens and Bengals, one of them can win the division. And then the other could still make it to the playoffs. But I don't know who would win between them and the Chargers in the tiebreaker. So the first thing I want to see is who wins in the tiebreaker between the Bengals and Ravens. And the Bengals beat the Ravens. The, the Bengals played the Ravens twice this year, and they beat them both times, which means that they would win the tiebreaker. <laughs> now that I think about it, actually, those two wins against the Ravens were both blowouts. Those were the games that Burrow just, like, they beat them last week. And Burrow got over 500 yards. And then they also beat them a while ago and blew them out that week, too. So... What this means is that if the Bengals, the Bengals, if they win one more game this year, they clinch their division. Whichever game it is, it doesn't matter. As long as they can win one game. Or if the Ravens lose one game, then the Bengals also clinch the division. Um, well, actually, no, not not right away. Because I guess the Steelers are still technically in it. Um, if they can win their last two and the Bengals lose their last two then that would mean that the Steelers would win the division. And actually, if the Browns win their last two and the Bengals lose their last two, then they'd be tied. And the Browns beat the Bengals earlier this year. Then they play them last week. We're saying that they won that. So the, the Browns are still technically in it too. So any every team is still alive in the AFC North. If the Bengals can beat the Browns, though, or if they can just win one more game, then they win their division. So the question is, who do I think is going to win between the Bengals and Browns? And you know what? I love seeing Joe Burrow play like this. And I'm not necessarily someone who really likes the Bengals or anything. But I do think it's cool to be seeing them play like this. And while I don't think they deserve to be playing quite this well, I do think that they deserve to be having a decent season. So, I kind of like seeing this, but at the same time, I think I'm going to say that the Browns, actually, no. I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of just went back and forth a few times there. Because I, I was about to say that the Browns would beat them, and then I was like, that's crazy. The Bengals are playing so much better. But now I'm like, I don't know. Like, th- yeah, they are playing so much better. But still, though, you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. And the game's in Cleveland. I'm really going back and forth here. Um, I'm, oh, oh, wow, that's interesting. The Bengals played the Chargers earlier this season, and the Chargers beat them, which means that if they're tied, the Chargers would win the tiebreaker. Who would win the tiebreaker between the Chargers and Ravens? That's the next thing to look at. Um, the Chargers lost to the Ravens this year, so the Ravens would win that. Um, it's really tough. Like, I really don't know who's going to win that Bengals-Browns game. I think that I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm going to say that they knocked the Bengals out of the playoffs, which would be really disappointing for them. But I don't think they're quite ready yet. I don't. I think they're playing a little bit too good this year, just a little bit. And that would mean that they just miss it. So I think next year, if they can get some good offensive linemen and some better defensive players, I think they could be ready next year. 
I don't think they're quite there yet, though. So I'm going to say that the Browns pull off the upset against them. And they Bing, the Bengals don't make it this year. So my AFC playoff predictions right now are that the Chiefs get the one seed, the Titans get the two, the Bills get the three, Ravens get the four, Colts get the five, Patriots get the six, and Chargers get the seven. Sorry, Bengals. You guys could definitely make it. Like, I'm very torn with that Browns game. And if they win that game, then they get, then they're in. And they, in that situation, the, um, if like all the other stuff happened, then the Bengals would then get the four. The Colts would get the five. The Patriots would get the six. The Ravens would get the seven. And the Chargers would actually miss the playoffs then. So now in the NFC, I told you guys about my crazy Packers Vikings predictions. So that would mean the Packers finished 13 and four. I have the Cowboys losing to the Cardinals, and then I think they'd beat the Eagles. So they'd be finishing 12 and five then. I think that the Ram. Oh, they play the Niners next week. That's tough. Um. I so this is the kind of thing they play the Ravens and Niners for the last two games. I might pick them to lose both games, but if you want me to make a prediction on what their final record is going to be, I'm going to say twelve and five. So I'm going to say they finish twelve and five. I think they might lose both games, but I'm going to say twelve and five. I had a conversation like this earlier in the year about how like. When you go through their games and predict win, loss, win, like all that, like you can do that. But that doesn't mean that when you predict what the record is going to be, you necessarily have to predict the exact record that would like go with what that like win loss prediction is. Because it's not always going to be the same thing. You might look at a team schedule and predict certain outcomes, but then also just think about it and say like even though I have them winning like all these games I don't actually think they're gonna win all of them I think that like just because I'm picking them to win each one like what it's kind of like is like if you flip if I flip a coin twice and I say heads both times I think it's gonna be heads both times okay I can think that but then but then if you were to say to me like do I think that it's actually gonna be heads both times it would make sense to say no because there would be a 25% chance of that, that it's heads both times. So I think that's what it's kind of like. I think that's a good way of describing it. Um, so that definitely works here with the Rams. I think they'll finish 12-5. and five. I think the Bucks are going to win their last two games and finish 13-4. and four. They play the Jets and Panthers. That shouldn't be a problem. And then the Cardinals finish against the Cowboys and Seahawks. I think they'll win their last two and finish 12 and 5. So that would mean that in the NFC, the two 13 and 4 teams would be the Bucks and Packers. Um I'm not really sure who who would win the tiebreaker, but one of those teams would be the one seed and the other would be the two. Then for the Cardinals Rams, who wins that tiebreaker? Um I don't know. Well, the beat each other they played each other twice and they each beat each other once so then you look at divisional record the cardinals played the so they're one and one against the rams they're two and oh against the niners i have them beating the seahawks in the last week they already beat them once so this would mean that they finished five and one in their division 
and then the Rams, we know that they beat the Cardinals once and lost to them once. They lost to the Niners once, so that right there. So that would mean that if they finish with the same record, as long as the Cardinals can beat the Seahawks, and maybe either way, let me see if there's any other teams that the Rams lost to. Um, No, not necessarily either way. So if they finish with the same record, as long as the um, Cardinals can beat the Seahawks, and they would win the division then. So then between them and the Cowboys, I actually, they play each other head-to-head this week, and I have the Cardinals winning. So that would mean that the Cardinals get the three seed and the Cowboys get the four seed. So that would mean the Rams get the five seed. Um, the Niners are either going to finish nine and eight or ten and seven. I don't know if I think they're going to beat the Rams or not. I'll say ten and seven. I'll say that they do beat them. So I know that I'm now picking the Rams to lose twice, even, and I'm saying they're going to finish 12 and five. That's like the whole flip the coin thing that I was talking about. So I'm, I actually don't know right now who I'm going to have finishing as the seven seed. So I'm just going to look at all these team schedules, and it's going to be interesting to see what I end up coming up with here. So the Eagles' last two games are against Washington and Dallas. I think they'll lose both and finish 8-9. and nine. I think the Vikings are going to win their last two and finish 9-8. and eight. They're going to pull off the upset against the Packers, I think, even with Cousins out. I could easily be wrong about that. Like, It obviously makes more sense for the Packers to win that game. But I just, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I explained that already. Um... And I think they'll be able to beat the Bears. Honestly, I could see something happening with the Vikings, though. Like, they're the kind of team that could, like, lose, that could beat the Packers, and everyone would be like, oh, my God, they're going to make it to the playoffs. All they need to do is beat the Bears, and then they lose to the Bears to miss the playoffs. I could literally see that happening with the Vikings. I'm going to pick them to beat the Bears, but I could honestly see that happening. So that would mean that they'd be 9-8, and though. If they win those last two, which I think they will. So then we got the Falcons. I hate the fact that I even have to talk about them here. They finished against the Bills and Saints. Obviously, you guys know how I feel about them. I think they'll lose both and finish 7-10. and 10. The Saints are 7-8 and eight right now. They finished against the Panthers and Falcons. I think they'll win both and finish 9-8. and eight. Washington finishes playing the... Eagles and Giants, I think they'll win both and finish 8-9. and nine. So what this means then is that the um, Vikings and Saints would be tied at 9-8 and eight and only one of them can make it. So who would it be? Did they play each other head-to-head? No, they didn't. <clears throat> so I'm going to look up the NFL tie-breaking procedures right now. NFL... Tiebreakers. <clears throat> so, all right, let's go into this. Um, that's within its vision. All right, here we go to break a tie for the wild card team. Head to head, if applicable. No, it's not applicable. Best one loss tied percentage in games played within the conference. Okay. So, within the conference, that is the second procedure because the first one doesn't come into play because Vikings and Saints didn't play each other. Um, so, their conference record, let's see. 
the Vikings are in the conference. They're 0 and 1, 1 and 1, 2 and 1, 3 and 1, 3 and 2, 4 and 2. Oh, they beat the Packers earlier this year. I kind of forgot about that. Um, four and three, four and four, five and four, five and five. I have them winning the last two, so that would be seven and five. Um, so seven and five for them, and then for the Saints, I feel like it's gonna end up being the same. They also beat the Packers, so one and zero, oh, one and one. One and two, two and two, three and two, four and two, four and three, four and four, four and five, five and five. Yep, they, of course. So they'd also be seven and five if they win their last two. So what's the next procedure then? Best one loss tied percentage in common games, minimum of four. Okay, so what that means is that they have to have at least four. Each team has to have at least four games where they played against an opponent that the other team also played against. So did that happen? Um, let's see. Vikings and Saints. This is going <laughs> to... I'm going to have to write this down. That's going to be the only way I can do this. So... I'm just going to write down, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to write down schedule, and then I'm going to look at um, the Saints schedule and see, sorry, hold on, um, and I'm going to see if how many common games they have. So, Cincinnati, Arizona, Seattle, and Cleveland. Cincinnati, Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland, Detroit, Carolina, Dallas, Baltimore, Detroit, Carolina, Dallas, Baltimore, okay, that's already like half right there, um, Chargers, Packers, Niners, Lions, Chargers, Packers, Niners, Lions, and then Steelers, Bears, Rams, Steelers, Bears, Rams, and then Packers, and Bears. Okay, so then for the Saints, I just have to look at that and see how many games in common they have there. Um, so, I'm going to cross off any ones that they don't have. So, let's see, Cincinnati, no, cross that off. Arizona, no, also cross that off. Seattle, um, yes, so that one stays. Cleveland, no, cross that off, Detroit, um, no, not Detroit, so I crossed that off, Carolina, yes, that stays, Dallas, 
Yes, that stays. Baltimore. Um, no. That goes. Chargers. No, that one also goes. Green Bay, yes, that stays. San Francisco. No, that one goes. Detroit. Nope. Pittsburgh. No. Chicago. No. Rams. Um, no, no Rams. Only two left here. We already said the Packers and then Bears again. We already said no. So, Seattle, Carolina, Dallas, and Green Bay. That's at least four. So, New Orleans. So, now, those are the common games. So, now I have to see what each of those teams' record is within those games. So, Minnesota and Seattle. Or not Seattle, sorry. Minnesota and um, New Orleans, right? So, Minnesota, they beat the Seahawks, and they beat the Panthers, they lost to the Cowboys, they beat the Packers once, and I have them beating them again here, so that will be 4 and one I think that that would probably be enough. We'll have to look at the Saints, though. Um, the Saints to Seattle. Let's see. They beat Seattle. Um, oh, they lost to Carolina. I haven't beating them in the next game, so that would be 2-1 and one so far. Um, they lost to Dallas, so that's it right there. Let's see, though. And they beat Green Bay, so they... Would be three and two, so Minnesota's four and one, New Orleans is three and two in the common games, assuming that both teams win their last two games, which is what I have happening here, so that it would end up being that tie-breaking procedure that determines who makes it to the playoffs. So if both teams win their last two games and all of the stuff that I'm saying happens happens, and it ends up being where one of them can make it to the playoffs and one of them doesn't. And like I said, they both win their last two games. Then it would be the Vikings who make it. So that, if you guys are ever curious, that's how you, that's how you figure out the tie-breaking procedures. So that's what my playoff predictions are right now in in the NFC. So now, like in total, the NFC it would be one Packers or no, actually, right. I don't know who it would be between the Packers and Bucks, and I don't really feel like figuring it out right now. I could, but it's not as important as whether you make it to the playoffs or not. It does determine who gets to buy, though. Um, okay, I guess I could just look at it real quick to see. You know what? If, so I know that the first scenario is, like, conference record. If they have the same conference record, then I'll just stop looking because I'm not going to look at all those common games again right now. So Green Bay is 0-1, 1-1, 2-1. 3 and 1, 4 and 1, 5 and 1, 6 and 1, 6 and 2, 7 and 2, 8 and 2. 
I have them losing that. So eight and three, nine and three in their conference. Tampa Bay. Let's see, one and oh, two and oh, two and one, three and one, four and one, four and two, four and three, five and three, six and three, six and four, seven and four, eight and four. So it would be Green Bay. So it looks like Green Bay act. Oh well, not 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 necessarily. I was gonna say it looks like they um quench like the whole conference with a win, but it could be possible that the Packers or not that um the Cowboys or Rams could win it over them. I I don't know, um, like even if the Packers win, but yeah. So that would mean. That my predictions are that the Packers get the one seed, the Bucks get the two, the Cardinals get the three, the Cowboys get the four, the Rams get the five, the Niners get the six, and the Vikings get the seven. So that's going to be it today. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week. We'll have much more to talk about with the NFL playoffs. It's going to be a crazy week. So much is going to be determined this week, and we're still going to have so much more to determine next week. And I'll see you guys then.